Welcome to Practical Access. I'm Lisa Deeker. And I'm Rebecca Hines. And Lisa, today I know we're going to be talking about flight stem coaching using a tool we're both familiar with called Debriefscape. Now, this is another federal grant project we've been collaborating on that has a lot of layers that might help teachers. Yeah, so this one I would say is great for teachers, um, even for parents, um, to go out and specifically it focuses on helping math and science coaches to coach special ed teachers teaching math and science. <laughs> Let me say that one more time, it's a lot. So if I were coaching uh, as a coach in a school, it could be an, even a, a principal, and I know math and science, but I maybe don't know how to best do it in special ed, and Becky's the teacher. If I were to watch her as the teacher, it's a toolkit to help me coach Becky. But what I think you and I love the most about it is it also has resources for Becky to do her own professional development instead of me acting like I know everything in the world. And I think it goes back to that personalized, flexible learning. So FLIGHT, again, stands for Flexible Learning Through Innovations in Technology and Education. And this particular project here at the University of Kansas in deep partnership with the University of Central Florida focuses on helping STEM coaches. So what's your favorite part, Becky? My favorite part about this is that it's being designed so it's something that anyone can use. And it captures that element that we've always used, which is video. And being able to videotape ourselves and a teaching episode, having someone else tag it and look at my behaviors so that I can think about what I need to or want to change about my teaching behaviors. So my favorite thing about it is it's a literal tool that allows actions that usually cost a lot of money to pay for a commercial provider. I'm using it right now, Lisa, uh, as we keep developing this, I'm, I'm using the Debriefscape tool with pre-service teachers and using our coaching model, this, this coaching model that we've used in our project we've taken into pre-service teachers and they're working with coaches and mentors to set their own goal, then to watch their 10 minute video, tag occurrences that they did the behavior to reach that goal and to try to ignore everything else. Because so often when we look at video, it's overwhelming. We could code a hundred things, but pinpointing goals and having rich conversations with coaches is the goal here. And I'm loving that I can use it not just as a research study, but as a practical tool in my own teaching. Well, and it's funny that that's the part you love. I love that part too, but I think I love the 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 three buckets. And I think for our listeners, as you go out to the site, one, you can see Becky Hines uh, doing video and helping coaches. So if you happen to be somebody coaching, it could even be if you were you know, a parent trying to coach your learner, there's some aspects of coaching literature out there and looking at how to be a coach. There's also then, as, as Becky said, this tagging, uh, stay tuned. This is a five-year grant. We're only in the second year mm -hmm. and uh, moving into the third. But what I love about the tagging software is, as we've talked about in an earlier podcast, 
we're trying to align biometrics with it too. So we can look at things like Becky's heart rate if I were her coach. And, and it's a true story. We did a little little practice session with Becky and she was wearing a device um, that looked at her heart rate and all of a sudden her heart rate spiked. And we said, Becky, why did your heart rate spike? She goes, because I asked a question and nobody answered it. <laughs> and, and so again, she could explain that moment, but then she could also reflect on it. So what we love is it's actually not only a free tagging software, we don't own your video, we don't own the tags, it all is web-based because both of our projects that we've been talking about are all web-based. So you don't have to subscribe, you don't have to pay, but then you can then decide what data you want to stack up and align. But then I think my favorite part then is the at the end, we have amazing, brilliant people in mathematics and science and special ed harvesting all of the great resources aligned with best practice in special ed. So if I'm coaching Becky and I want her to focus on praise, <laughs> she doesn't have to have a PD with me after school when we both are already busy. We've already harvested anything on that particular topic and Becky can go and watch. And we have, if you go to the site, you'll see long, short, and um, medium. So short is 10 minutes or less, medium is 30 minutes or less, and long is approximately 30 minutes and beyond. So it could be an hour. And then we have blogs, we have videos, we have this great podcast called Practical Access out there. <laughs> so we have a range of resources so that you can Google. So as a parent, if you're wanting to even look at how do I do a better job with praise, we have examples for you to think about too. So those are some of my, but again, there's three big buckets there. And depending on your role as a listener, you might look at different buckets. Yeah, the tool retrieval is a great element. And it's one that, as you said, is available right now. So even if just reflecting on my own work week, I'm thinking, wow, I don't feel like I'm doing X, Y, or Z well enough. You know, what what else could I try? It is nice to be able to go in and ask a specific question and to be linked directly to some specific resources that we have been able to pull together. Yeah, and those resources are AI, just so you know. When 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 you type the word discourse and, and videos show up with discourse, that's artificial intelligence, but it's not scary AI. And we wanna just keep emphasizing that in this season. And Lisa, you know, one of the things that we didn't mention yet about the project is it is linked to high leverage practices. Yes. So we've we've built it around this idea of it's not just things that it's not just things that Lisa and I are sitting around saying, oh, you know what teachers need? Um, it's all linked to high leverage practices and the searches are constructed that way. But the interesting thing, and some of you guys may have found this when you're trying to find information and find resources, is we talk about things like high leverage practice, but so often it's difficult to drill them down into an observable task. So if I say, you know, oh, the learning environment, well, what in the learning environment am I looking for? So the coaching model here really is designed so that rather than Lisa and I sitting down and talking about what she's doing wrong, we're talking about, well, which of these high leverage practices do you want to focus on? And then we pull that up together and then we say, well, what area within that big, broad topic? And then we decide together, what is something I could observe that you're doing that meets this goal, this high leverage practice? And even the conversation part of that is so different from what mo most people experience, because we're just talking about a single observable behavior or two 
that we can isolate and focus on, search for possible solutions, and implement. So the simplicity is the key to this project. And we're working really hard to make it as user-friendly as possible. Yeah. And, and just two, two things others that I would want the listeners to think about is remember that we have a lot of resources in special education, in the areas of literacy, in behavior. Our basket is not nearly as big in the research literature in mathematics and science. And that's one of the reasons that's been the focus. And so you'll see things out there that aren't specific just to math and science, but they've been vetted by math and science experts to say, but yes, these align with those practices. So again, a big win, and it's a really practical example. Many teachers struggle with discourse. How do you get kids to engage in discourse besides, oh, no, I don't care, you know, those kinds of. And so, again, lots of great examples out there from great teachers, blogs, links to think about how do I get more dialogue in my class? If I'm an elementary teacher, we don't tend to get a big background when we first get certified in math and science. Um, and so, again, if I'm struggling with, you know, something related to fractions, I might Google that and it'll give you some areas there to think about in helping learners. So keep it in mind in that regard and something you might consider. And then the last thing is just stay tuned. Um, we've harvested about 500 resources now. Our goal is to harvest around 1,500 by the end of the project. Um, and to add more biometrics and all kinds of other options, um, stronger coaching. But if you have feedback for us, and we do have a chat bot, uh, so you can ask the mm -hmm. chat bot, thanks to Becky. Uh, but you also can post some questions like, hey, can you do this? And we do have a lot of our friends, like Becky said, using this site to start to tag teacher behaviors in their student teaching, or better yet, as Becky said, let students tag it themselves. So lots of resources out there we hope you'll look at and hope they might be useful to you as a user. And I would, I would encourage everyone, don't just rely on tools like these. Obviously, these are all just in the development stage. But the value is in thinking about what you can use of this to create a system that meets your needs right now. So send us questions if you have them. We spend a lot of time thinking about and looking at the coaching piece, and we're always happy to help you guys meet the goals that you set for yourselves. Yeah, and we have uh, one particular district that has trauma-informed skills that they're looking at, and they've been added are getting ready to add those. We have another one that's looking at specific math competencies and those can be added. So again, it can be customized. You can make your own tags. We've given you some to start with, but again, that's where FLIGHT stands for is flexible learning through innovations in technology and education. And I think it's what Becky and I've been talking about this season is really using all the things out there to make it work for you instead of assuming you have to all drive the same Model T Ford that was first invented. So, so we hope you'll take this and drive in a direction you would like. If you have questions, please send them, them to us at Access Practical, um, or you can also post them on our Facebook page.